Hey guys, I hope you're having a great week. Uh, welcome to another episode, Your Pocket Sailing Instructor. Uh, this week, well, I think that this episode isn't really geared towards any of you guys because I know that you're not assholes because you listen to this podcast, but uh, you might have some people in your uh, realm who maybe need to listen to this episode. <laughs> so feel free to share it around. Uh, but yeah, today we're going to talk about boating etiquette. So things to do at the dock, at the marina, on the boat, anchor that kind of thing. Or I shouldn't say things to do, but things uh, to bear in mind to be a good boating neighbor. So enjoy. Hey there, and welcome to your pocket sailing instructor. I'm Penny Caldwell, and I have been a sailing coach for over 25 years now. I'm here to help you reach your sailing goals, whether you're looking for gear reviews, safety tips, or just some fun sailing stories. This podcast will have it all. Your Pocket Sailing Instructor is an educational and fun podcast about all things sailing. I plan on releasing weekly episodes every Thursday to help you end off your week on a high note. So grab your coffee and join me for your weekly dose of all things sailing. So like I mentioned, I don't think that uh, any of you listening uh, fit into this category, but we all know someone who could potentially use a little bit of help when it comes to um, their etiquette around other people, other boats, um, on the marina, refueling, the fuel dock, boat launch, all that kind of stuff. It's It uh, takes all kinds, and I've seen all kinds of people over the years, so thought I would put together a little bit of... Um, ideas and notes about boat etiquette. So as usual, feel free to share, like, and uh, follow this podcast. Send me a review. Feel free to send me emails. Let me know what you're interested in hearing about. And uh, yeah, so I'm going to get started here. The first um, kind of area of boating that I'm going to talk about is at the marina. So when we're at the marina, uh, especially if you're visiting a marina that you're not familiar with, um, be sure to kind of get acquainted with some of the marina rules. You know, where can you park? Um, what are the rules around washroom and shower use? Some places have certain hours where um, you're allowed to use water to refuel your tanks, um, all that kind of stuff. So that was one of the things that we found uh, interesting when we were in Croatia, actually. We found a lot of the marinas, you were only allowed to access the fresh water during certain times, which actually makes a lot of sense because uh, they are all on islands primarily, and the fresh water all comes from rainwater. So that was something that I did notice a couple of the other boats, uh, not in our group, I will say, not part of our flotilla, um, but some of the other boats were not adhering to that uh, rule, to that advice, and they were just literally hooking up their hose and using as much fresh water as they wanted to wash their boat, uh, you know, scrub off some of the salt. And I saw one guy who was basically like washing a couple pairs of shoes for like a good five minutes. And it was just kind of a little bit annoying because, you know, the marina has that rule for obvious reasons. The rest of us are able to follow that rule. I'm not sure why he couldn't. But so just getting an idea of some of the marina specific um 
kind of rules and things that they want you to follow. And that also includes if they have a boat launch, um, as far as when you can access the boat launch, if there's a fee to use the boat launch, uh, boat launch etiquette, making sure that when you arrive that you are uh, lining up and hopefully there is some sort of system that's going on and not too many people are trying to jump the line. You got to love watching those um, boat fail videos, especially at the dock <laughs> or the boat launch or you've got, you see a big truck that's end up, ended up in the water or a boat that's not tied off properly. Or there's just all kinds of fun, fun videos to watch on YouTube if you want to check it out. But Anyways, that's a whole other episode. Um, at the marina as well, if you are borrowing a cart to uh, take items down to your boat or to unpack your boat or whatever, make sure that you return it to where you picked it up. Uh, bring all garbage and recycling with you when you leave or make sure that you put it into the containers that are provided uh, with the slip that you um, rent. So when you call into the marina, whether you use your phone or the VHF, a lot of times they will provide you with a slip number uh, that they want you to go and dock at for the night. So again, this would be a visiting marina. One of the things that you can do when you're coming into the marina is request uh, information on which side you'll be docking on. That way you know which side to set up your dock lines, whether it's port or starboard. Um, and also you could use your binoculars on the way in to find out how high the dock is in relation to your boat, to your freeboard. So um, when you're using your binoculars, having a look to see if it's a really high dock and you need to tie your fenders a little bit higher, or if it's a really low dock and you want to tie your fenders a bit lower. Again, this isn't really etiquette, but it's just uh, some extra tips for you. <laughs> um, and making sure that you end up in the right slip. You don't want to accidentally borrow somebody else's slip. Uh, so most marinas will have uh, their slips all numbered and you should be able to find a number there. Um, and also when you're coming into a new marina, a lot of times an attendant will come down and help you when you're coming into the dock. And that's a good time just to make sure that you know, you're in the right slip. If you're not in the right slip, they'll tell you to move over or whatever. Once you're in your slip, uh, make sure you're kind of keeping your slip area nice and clean. So talk, again, I was talking about garbage recycling, making sure you're picking up after yourself, your shore power cables and uh, any water. If you're hooking up a hose, for instance, and that kind of thing, try to make sure that things are coiled up and, and nicely organized so that especially in the evenings or once it gets darker, somebody's not going to walk along the dock and potentially trip over any uh, cords that you have out. And that also includes your dock lines. So once you have them uh, cleated off, uh, you've belayed your dock line and it's all set to go. Try to coil it up nicely so that it is off to the side um, and not a danger for anybody to trip over. Or if they're trying to roll a cart by, they're not going to have to roll over your cables and that kind of thing. It'll depend on where the shore power setup is and how it is in relation to your slip. You might have to have your line, your dock line going across the dock, but uh, hopefully that can be avoided. And the only other thing that I want to mention about a marina, um, and this isn't necessarily etiquette, I mean it kind of is actually, but um, I really really cannot say enough how much or how dangerous it is to swim in a marina. So definitely do not recommend swimming in a marina. 
I have gone into many marinas where I've seen people swimming around. Um, it's a bit gross. A lot of times the water's pretty stale and pretty stagnant within a marina. There are a lot of chemicals, fuel that tends to uh, leak out of older engines and so on that's also in the water. But even more so than that, uh, with all the shore power and all the different cables and such that are connected, it is really... Um, it's a much higher likelihood that there could be electricity in the water. Um, and unfortunately, there are many people who die each year from swimming in a marina. So um, it's dangerous that way. And also from an etiquette point of view, if somebody's trying to come in and dock and people are swimming in the water and now you have a whole other kind of layer of things to look out for. Like docking's not stressful enough, <laughs> but uh, now you're taking a look and, and watching for people who are in the water too. So so just a, a note, public safety note brought to you by Penny. Um, so at the fuel dock, if you are heading to a fuel dock, try to make sure that you are organized and prepared uh, and ready to kind of get in and out as efficiently as possible. So you, again, have your dock lines ready, fenders ready. The attendant will uh, potentially tell you which side to dock on, or more likely it will depend on which side your fuel uh, hookup is on, where your filler point is for your fuel. Um, and then basically just making sure that you're following all your safety protocols for the, the fuel dock. If you have a portable external tank, you take that off of your boat and you refuel it on the dock. If you have an internal tank, you would get your crew off of the boat so that the only person on the boat is the person refueling. Uh, and there's a bunch of other steps, but uh, basically making sure that there's no spillage, cleaning up any spillage. That's a huge, huge kind of etiquette and just environmentally friendly thing. So uh, if you do have a little bit of a tricky um, setup with your fuel tank or the way that your filler pipe is or whatever, uh, you know, it's good good habit to have some bilge cloths or a rag or something available that if you do have any kind of spillage, you can clean that up. I kind of have a couple rags that I have handy. Um, I generally, I'm, I'm extremely careful when I'm refueling, but things happen sometimes. Maybe somebody goes by and all of a sudden you've got some wake and you've got a little bit of waves to deal with. So good to have something like that on hand to help clean up. So again, for etiquette purposes at the fuel dock, being efficient, being clean, being ready to head out as soon as you're done, especially on a busy summer summer day, beautiful day, you're going to have boats coming in and out. So, uh, And that also applies to the boat launch, which I already talked about, making sure that you're kind of following your order. I uh, actually had an interesting encounter when we were in Croatia. Again, we had a big 60-foot catamaran that uh, tried to jump the fuel line when we were there, and I was just in a 42-foot Genoa. But uh, yeah, no, I didn't let him cut the line. And the the fuel attendant, when I went up and docked and stuff, he was kind of chuckling and he he wondered what was going to happen there. And he said, good for you for holding your spot. So there you go. Um, so when you're at the dock or when you're hanging out on your boat, one of the things that I've noticed over the years that sometimes people don't always think about, uh, but is being aware of your neighbors and especially being aware of loud 
music. If you're going to be playing music, making sure you're adhering to the kind of nighttime times when, you know, quiet hours or whatever for the marina or, um, well, yeah, you'd be at the marina if you're at the dock. Um, You know, smoking and drinking, making sure that, I mean, drinking whatever you're going to end up drinking on your boat, but smoking, maybe you would position yourself so that your neighbors are not downwind from your smoke if possible. And if you're on somebody else's boat, uh, it would be important to ask them if if they're okay with you smoking on the boat. And I'm I'm talking about traditional cigarettes where you could have ash falling off of your cigarette and stuff, uh, because many uh, a deck have been burnt, unfortunately, from uh, um, ashes coming off of cigarettes. So again, from an etic- etiquette perspective, on someone else's boat, that is definitely something good to. Um, kind of just ask about and be aware of. So also being a good neighbor, uh, making sure that again, you're keeping your garbage on, on your boat, on your side of the slip, cleaning it up, cleaning up any kind of spills, whether it's, uh, hopefully not fuel or anything toxic like that. But, um, if you're cleaning your boat or whatever, uh, using environmentally friendly cleaners, um, Making sure, too, that your dinghy is on your side of the slip. Sometimes people will attach the dinghy on the, uh, you know, at the stern of the boat, the side opposite the dock. And then depending on the wind or the current, the dinghy will kind of swing around and it'll end up beside your boat. So it's still tied at the stern, but it's swung around and now it's beside your boat. And that potentially could get in the way of somebody who is trying to dock beside you if the dinghy ends up on, on the side there. So just being aware of that. Oh, and the other thing that I didn't mention with um, when you're out on your boat and you're, you know, partying or hanging out and stuff, uh, being aware of families in the area. That's something that I have, um, you know, when my kids were younger and they weren't teenagers and they didn't have uh, exposure to colorful language, <laughs> I would, uh, you know, I'd step up and I'd say something sometimes if there were people around us who weren't really paying attention to the fact that kids were in the area and there were a lot of swearing going on, F-bombs or whatever, um, I would kind of ask them to clean up the language a little bit. So being aware of your surroundings, just being a good neighbor, really. And this is also a cultural thing, as I also discovered when I was in Croatia, Um, We had a lot of instances at the marina, at the dock. Um, We had quite a few German and Russian party boats beside us. And uh, man, they like to party. And uh, their music is very loud, very uh, dance music, like bumping and crying. Like our boat was shaking from the music of the boat beside us. And it was, you know, first couple nights, no problem. After that, I was like, get me out of here. Uh, I need an anchorage. So, so there you go. The next section I'm going to talk about, well, is anchoring. <laughs> that was a good little segue. Um, so when you are coming into an anchorage, uh, and also in this case too, if you're coming into a marina, good etiquette is to go nice and slow so that you have no wake. So the wake are the waves, uh, created by the boat. So again, managing your speed so that you are not creating too much turbulence. So the boats that are already anchored or docked are not moving around, uh, too much and bumping against the dock would be, you know, more so than at Anchorage. But at Anchorage, it's a bit annoying if you have somebody who's going around and creating a lot of wake, because that can also be um, dangerous if someone is down below cooking. 
and they're in the galley. They may have something that is boiling and then all of a sudden the boat starts moving around. Hopefully your stove is gimbaled. I leave my stove gimbaled at all times. I never lock it for this exact reason, but it is quite possible that when you're at anchor, you could have somebody going around showboating, playing, whatever, uh, and you can have some waves come in. And then if you are cooking in the galley, that could be a bit of an issue. So Another random safety tip, but generally when you are cooking uh, and boiling water specifically or boiling anything really, you should actually be wearing your foul weather gear. And I definitely recommend that you have boots on because if anything spills, it's probably going to land on your feet and then you could end up with some pretty bad burns. But again, another public safety announcement. (laughs) So at anchor, um, kind of like at the dock, be mindful of your neighbors, be mindful of sound sound travels a lot over water as we all know so um, it is possible you guys might be sitting up in the cockpit doing a bit of stargazing sharing some fun stories and watching the stars Uh, but be aware that your voices will carry for sure Um, slow down when you're approaching the anchorage like I mentioned you don't want to be making too much uh, wake Uh, One of the things also is when you come into an anchorage, whoever is already in the anchorage, they have swing room privileges and they kind of have, I don't want to say right of way because that's not the right, I guess the swing room privilege is really the way to to put it. They have set their anchor. They got got there early, first come, first served. Uh, They selected their spot. So now it's up to you to anchor your boat away from their boat so that you are not impeding their swing room. Um, So I'm going to do an episode on anchoring next week and I'll be talking about swing room and what that means. But uh, basically make sure that you are not uh, maneuvering around the anchorage in a way that you could go over their anchor line. You could catch it on your keel. Uh, If they have multiple anchors set, you need to be aware of that too, because the boat will not be swinging around and moving uh, in a way that you might anticipate. So that's another thing to think about. And also be aware that different size of boats and different types of boat, whether they're power boats or sailboats, different hull shapes, they will actually swing uh, at different speeds, different uh, rates. So it is possible that even though you've all anchored and you're all set to go, somebody might swing one way and you could swing a different way. So we, I will talk more about swing room uh, in next week's episode. But that's also an etiquette thing that when you arrive in an anchorage, the first boat there has first priority. And along with that, if somebody does come into the anchorage and they try to anchor basically on top of you or too close to you, um, you know, try to negotiate with them, I guess you could say, uh, or try to discuss with them the fact that, you know, you think that they're too close to you. Can they move over? Or whatever. So unfortunately, that doesn't that conversation doesn't always go as planned. Sometimes you do have to, uh, you know, kind of take the higher road and potentially move your boat if you are that worried about it. Um, but you know, just something to be aware of when you're at anchor. You do need to display your anchor light. Uh, and that is also really helpful for any boats that are coming into the anchorage um, when it's darker. So that way they can identify where the boats are. Um, And that's just helpful for them when they're coming in uh, to the anchorage. 
Now, while you're at anchor, you might end up going over to someone else's boat for a little visit. Or uh, if you are several boats traveling together, you could end up rafting off the boats. Uh, so in this case, you have an anchor out and then you have other boats that are tied off to the, the primary boat. So if you are in a situation where you are rafting boats, um, it's important to come up with, uh, I guess, the expectations of how people are going to move between the boats. Um, so some people will prefer that you do not go through the cockpit because when you walk through the cockpit, you then have a direct line of sight through the companionway down into the cabin. So alternatively, when you're moving between boats that have been rafted, instead of going through the cockpit and having a full view down into the cabin, uh, some people will cross over at the shrouds. And normally you cross at the shrouds because that is the widest part of the boat. That's primarily the beamiest part of the boat. Um, and then they will walk up over kind of through the bow or over the cabin top over to the other shroud and then across. Um so just something to kind of discuss if, if you're a bunch of people uh, together and you know each other, you can kind of come up with, hey, how do we want to uh, move between the boats? A lot of times if you know each other and you're good friends, whatever, not a big deal. Everybody's okay with going through the cockpit. Um, if it is a situation for whatever reason where you have people that you're not familiar with that have rafted off to your boat, which does happen if you're in a really busy marina, for instance, um, you know, you might request that people go through the bow. So just something to keep in mind there. And again, just a little bit of etiquette when you're moving through uh, people's other people's boats or when you are on someone else's boat, you should find out if there are any kind of shoe requirements for the boat. Um, so some people talk about non-marking soles to have on the boat, runners or whatever. Um, I, I, I like sailing and runners, so I have those. And then I have a pair of Keens that I also use when I'm um, sailing. For me, my only kind of footwear rule on the boat is no flip-flops. Um, and that's only because flip-flops, well, just like the name, they're kind of floppy. And they don't always stay on. And, you know, you might I might need somebody to go up to the bow to get something flip-flop doesn't go the way that they want, foot goes one way, foot flip-flop <laughs> goes the other way, uh, and then next thing you know, somebody has fallen and hurt themselves or, you know, caught their foot on something, who knows. They also don't really provide much uh, toe protection and they don't provide much stability or rigidity. So, um, Generally, when I'm on the boat, uh, you're working, <laughs> so uh, I like to have footwear that's a little bit sturdier, but uh, flip-flops are pretty common uh, on my boat. If someone comes on with flip-flops, I just get them to go barefoot because you're pretty much already barefoot. But um, So find out if there's any kind of shoe rules that they would like you to abide by, um, and also find out too, like wet clothing. If you guys are swimming and all that kind of stuff, what what and where do they want wet clothing? Um, you know, a lot of our boats have nice teak flooring and all kinds of uh, fancy flooring uh, down in the cabin. And potentially they don't want wet feet and bathing suits and towels and all that getting left on the floor and piling up. So where should you hang that stuff? Uh, same thing with your foul weather gear. If you're helping out some friends or you're on a, a longer trip when you're 
wearing foul weather gear and you're going down below, maybe it's the end of shift and you're getting ready to go have your nap in your bunk, well, where should you put your wet foul gear, foul weather gear? So um, just finding out kind of what the expectations are around those things that helps to keep the boat nice and tidy, helps to keep things nice and dry. Um, For me on my boat, I keep things tidy by trying to Uh, Basically, everybody keeps their own gear either up in the V-berth or in the aft berths. And then the whole kind of cock, um, not cockpit, but the cabin, uh, galley, that whole area, I like that to be totally free of personal items. Uh, A lot of times like, you know, headlamps or cell phones, like you'll have that kind of stuff that'll be on the tables or or tucked away in in a little a cubby hole. That's totally fine. But what I don't want is I don't want suitcases and, and people's clothes lying around or, or whatever. So that kind of, I don't know if that falls under etiquette so much as it just falls under finding out other people's boat rules. Um, but something to think about, and especially if you are just heading out, maybe you're, you have a dinghy and you're heading over to, to meet up with someone at an anchorage and you're just hopping on their boat for a few hours to go for a swim or whatever. It's nice to ask, you know, are you okay with me having my shoes on? Are you good with us hanging our towels on the lifelines? Do you have any clothes pegs? Whatever that kind of thing. So So that is kind of the extent of the things that I've written down here for this episode. I'm sure that as soon as I stop recording this, I will think of 50 other things, but I am going to do a separate um, episode specifically on collision regulations. So we're going to talk about boat rules. Um, And I am also going to do another episode on anchoring. I have that queued up for next week. So talking a bit more about the procedures and how it all works and all that kind of stuff. But uh, yeah, that kind of sums up a little bit about boating etiquette. So again, not necessarily rules or or anything like that, but just things to kind of be aware of, how to be a good neighbor, how to make sure that you are operating your boat in a friendly manner Um, and also safe, obviously. Safety is always at the, the top of my priority list, but I hope you guys enjoyed. I hope you have a wonderful week and I will see you next week.